to the Carry On Cast. This is our podcast here at Easter Lutheran Church, and we are so glad that you are here with us today. I'm Pastor Megan Torgerson, and I am here with... Pastor Steve Thomason. It's great to be together and it's great to be with you. As you all know, folks, we are talking about renewing worship. That is our sermon series for the summer. We're talking about all these elements of worship, what they are, why we do them, if we do them, how they work, and what does it mean for us to renew our understanding of these elements as well as to be renewed by them ourselves. I think there's also a commitment we're making to letting these elements uh, continue to shape and form us, uh, not just this summer, but but moving forward. It's been fun. Yeah, it has. We've been, uh, and we've had all these great guest speakers. Oh my goodness. How awesome was Terry on Sunday? Yeah, let the little children come. It was so fun. And we've, and uh, just as a, if you're listening to this in real time, uh, we are doing Vacation Bible School this week, so I've been getting to live out Terry's sermon in the mornings. Hunts and I are doing games, and it's just super fun. I got to shoot a slingshot at a giant box Goliath. I, I got to admit, I wasn't <laughs> sure where that sentence was going. I it's got David to shoot a giant. It was like, where are we? Where are we? No, but we that makes sense. this giant sure. slingshot with tennis balls, and we had a Goliath made out of yeah. cardboard boxes, and the kids, were they, they took him down. That's right. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Hey, folks, keep those VBS kids in your prayers this week, because not only do we hope they have fun watching Pastor Steve knock over a cardboard Goliath, but we also hope that they are, are renewed in their faith, that they are making good connections with each other, mm-hmm. with all these incredible volunteers that we've got helping out. It's just such a wonderful experience. So keep them close in your prayers this week and always as we lift up those baptismal promises that we make to those kids, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, but this week... We are talking about one that's maybe a little hard for Lutherans. Uh, We are talking about testimony. Can I get a witness? Yes. And in fact, Pastor Steve, you were just talking a little bit about why we call it testimony. Testimony. And I think it's a good way to explain what we mean when we say testimony in worship. So again, I know I bring this up a lot, but I have to go back to my roots, you know, growing up in a Baptist tradition Giving your testimony was a thing, right? That was like everybody, do, do you know your, te- can you give your testimony, right? Like, what does that word even mean? <laughs> In and, court and, or yeah. what? And so let me define <laughs> what we mean by testimony. So you probably know about courtrooms. If you've watched a courtroom show like Law and Order or something like that, a lawyer will call a witness. And a witness is someone who has seen something happen. They were at the scene of the crime or whatever. They witnessed it. And so they've been brought into the courtroom to testify, which means to tell the story of what they saw. So a testimony is a witness telling the story. So in the context of worship as followers of Jesus, what we are asked to do is when we witness, we experience God at work in our lives whether something as simple as in the smile of a child or an encounter we had on a mission trip or whatever it is, and we say, wow, that was, I I just felt God's presence in that event. Then we come publicly and we give a testimony. We say, this is what I witnessed. And that is what we mean by testimony. And that is something that we do in, in worship. 
Well, and I hear you all at home, folks, or wherever you listen to this podcast, you say, wait a second, how do we do that? Because it's easy enough for us as pastors who preach to say, oh, we do testimony and worship, because I I think it's easy to think that we're talking about the sermon. Which is a form of testimony. There is testimony often involved in a sermon, but that's that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> um, testimony is a different experience in the context of worship where you're giving someone space and place to, like you said, bear witness to what they have seen and heard God do in their lives. Uh, and one of the things about this series, Renewing Worship, is that you know we're going to be talking about some things that we do all the time that maybe you've never even thought twice about. We're going to be talking about some things that might be more common in one style of worship than another. But testimony is something that's probably... I don't know, I think it's something that people might not really think we do in worship, no matter the style of worship, but we actually do. Yes, we do. Is it apropos to whisper in a podcast? I think it is. Okay, because I already did it twice. (laughs) It's not a secret. Um, But before we get too much further in talking about the way that testimony does show up in our worship and the ways it might happen even more, um, let's hear from our reading for today. I think that sets up really well what testimony might look and sound like. Uh, Pastor Steve, will you read from Psalm 71 for us? Absolutely. So the Psalms themselves are... Testimonies, quite often. Yes. Because they are poems that were written by a person that shouts out about the greatness and goodness of God. And that's exactly what this psalm is. So listen to this testimony. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all day long, though their number is past my knowledge. I will come praising the mighty deeds of the Lord God. I will praise your righteousness, yours alone. O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to all the generations to come. Your power and your righteousness, O God, reach the high heavens. You have done great things. O God, who is like you? You have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. Sorry, you who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. From the depths of the earth, you will bring me up again. You will increase my honor and comfort me once again. I will also praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, O my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, my soul also, which you have rescued. All day long, my tongue will talk of your righteous help. For those who tried to do me harm have been put to shame and disgraced. I mean, that is a witness. I mean, I want to put my hands up in the air. I'm, I'm going to hearken back to your roots there, Steve. I want to... <laughs> put my hands up. I mean, that is a, that's a really powerful Mm -hmm. testimony. This is someone not only saying, um, I've been through hard things and God has always been there for me, but this is also someone saying, uh, and I'm going to not stop talking about it. I am going to share with anyone who will listen and even those who won't, uh, that this is who God is and what God's about. I'm going to shout about it. I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to sing about it. And I'm going to sing about it, which brings (laughs) us to doing it in worship, what? right? I know. Um, and we were talking to uh, pre-podcast a little bit about the ways that we might think 
um, right now that testimony does kind of play out in worship here at Easter Lutheran Church. One of them, for instance, is in some of those offering moments that we do kind of right around offering time where we talk about hey, here's what's going on at Easter. Here's something incredible that's happening. Let us tell you about, you know, either something that our our, our partners are doing or that one of our ministries is mm-hmm. doing, and here's how you're a part of that, in particular through your giving. But it's just bear, bearing witness to mm-hmm. here's what God is up to at Easter, and, and, and we all get to be a part of that. That's yeah. fun. That, I love that. It's it's such a, you know, the purpose of testimony is is. Firstly, to praise God and mm. thank God for what God is doing. But secondly, for mutual edification, to use a fancy word, but to encourage each other. Yeah. So that as you hear someone tell of what God is doing and how they have witnessed and experienced it, then it encourages you to maybe be in tune to what God is doing in you. And and as you were talking about offering moments, I was reminded, uh, go back to our Lenten videos from last this past year. Those videos were powerful testimonies to what God is doing through our community partners. Um, and, and they are they were through the arts. I mean, they were visual, they were videos that were beautifully crafted by Elizabeth Denmark, our producer over here, and w- with music and Ma- Pastor Megan's voiceovers and all of the images. It was, they were just powerful That's testimonies. beautiful. And yeah. it was a testimony. And it's not testimony, if you're familiar with what a, what a, I guess I would say, traditional testimony in worship might look like, which would be a person stepping up in front of the assembly and saying, you know, here, saying verbally, mm-hmm here's what I know, here's what I saw, here's where God's been active. But testimony can happen in other ways. It can happen through that that really beautiful, um, artistic, visual representation. Um, I, I think also when you were talking about how testimony is important because it shows other people ways God has been active, in its own way, hearing scripture is a form of testimony mm-hmm. because it is Gosh, you know, 4,000 plus years of, of uh, God's people saying, here's what God's done. Mm-hmm. Here's here's how God has carried us through. Here's how God has been faithful even when times were hard, just like Psalm 71 here is saying. So we hear testimony in its own way when we read from Scripture. Yeah. So that's another example of how we've been talking about that's, that worship is gathering around word and sacrament. Mm, yeah. And so testimony is is just part of the ministry of the word. Because we hear God speak through the testimony of how people have experienced God at work. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's powerful. It's, it's as much the word of God as reading scripture or the prayers and all those things. Right. And, and even depending on, um, you know, what religious tradition you're from, sometimes that experiential uh, relationship with God is is prioritized even beyond something like, you know, hearing scripture. It just kind of depends on mm-hmm. where a tradition sort of falls and what sort of things are more important to them, which is why you'll often hear a little less testimony, I think, in a, in a Lutheran tradition. Um, we're not always so big on kind of that experiential part, very heavy on kind of tradition and hearing about scripture and it's just a different experience. But I, I part of what I love about testimony, especially in the context of worship, is um, it makes your faith really personal and it makes it something you have to give voice to. It's real easy, I think, to become an observer 
in faith to say, mm-hmm. you know, I show up to worship and I watch it. I show up to Bible study and I listen to it. I show up to a service project because it's a nice thing to do, but like you don't engage it personally for your faith. I think learning how to give testimony, I think, takes it to the next level for you and say, here's how those things fit together. Mm-hmm. Here's how I'm not just like consuming those things, mm-hmm. but I'm actually processing them and voicing them and saying, here's who I am as a believer. Here's what I think God is up to in my life. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really, I mean, I think it's an important step in anyone's life. Absolutely. And and you're, you're just triggering in my mind, looking at this through a faith formation lens, as we talk about the, the habits of, mm. of faith formation, that I like to talk about the seven habits, and the the seventh habit is sharing my faith. Yeah, and that's testimony. Yep. You know, that that it is a spiritual discipline and a, a spiritual muscle, if you will, yeah. that needs to be exercised yeah. to learn how not just to see God at work, but then to be able to articulate it in a way. That's authentic. Mm. It, as easy as it is to say, hey, I watched this football game and let me tell you all about it. You're bearing witness and giving testimony to the game you experienced. And if God is really at work in your life, you should be able to express and give testimony to that as easily as the football game that you witnessed. Right. Right. And I think a lot of you right now are squirming a little bit in your seat. I'm just going to guess. I don't know. I'm not there with you. Don't worry. I'm not that weird. I'm not looking in on you as you're listening. But I'm going to guess you're feeling a little uncomfortable because you're going, but I can't do that. Or I'm not good at doing that. Or I don't want to do that. Um, I get it. I get it. And the thing about testimony, the thing about being able to voice, express, share the ways you see God at work in your life, you get better at doing it by doing it. I mean, it's just like any skill. It's like any talent. I've been watching the Olympics a lot lately. I love it. It's so fun. And it's really easy to look at someone, um, you know, performing any skill, jumping and doing one of the dives, right? And going, oh, they must have stepped up onto a 20-foot platform one day and just all of a sudden done a triple pike and it's fine. Like, (laughs) obviously, it's all talent, right? Like, no, that is the product of years and hours of work and i promise you the first time they went off that platform it looked terrible and they belly flopped belly and it flop, hurt yeah. <laughs> and it hurt and then you get up and you do it again and yeah. you get up and you do it again and you get up and you do it again mm-hmm. testimony like any other skill like any other ability just like prayer just like reading scripture just like any other spiritual practice the only way you get better at doing it is by doing it doing it and you don't have to be good at it. No, you never have to be good at it. You're never going to be called up to the Olympics yeah, of spiritual. There's no judge. There's yeah, no, no spiritual yeah. Olympic judges holding yeah. up. That was a 7.4 I know, right? Oh, that was a belly flop of a testimony. I tell you what. Oh, boy. Let's run the rewind. <laughs> rewind that. The slow motion replay. Nobody's doing that to you unless you're recording a podcast. Then they literally are doing it to you. But it's, I think we feel like that because we see people who feel like an Olympian in that, right? Right? Like, oh my goodness, that person can pray the paint off the walls, right? Yeah. 
You want to know how they got to that? Because they did it a lot and Mm -hmm. they felt comfortable in it. They felt confident in it. And I promise you that person still does feel a little self-conscious. And they were probably encouraged in it as they were doing it. Supported and and, uh, given a, a community of faith and people who held them accountable. So the same thing is true for testimony. I know, I know you have someone in your life that you look at and you think of and you go, oh my gosh, that person's so comfortable talking about their faith. You know, they'll just name check what the sermon was about on Sunday, or they'll mention their favorite Bible verse, or they'll, they say they'll pray for you and then they actually do, right? Um, <laughs> I know you have people in your life that you look at and go, oh my gosh, I could never be as good at it as they are. A, we're not asking you to. B, you can be as good as you need and want to in your life. You just do it and and you gain comfort with it and you find people to support you in that. And so if the work you're doing is bearing testimony, reflecting on who God is and what God does in a more public verbal fashion, you get good at it by doing it. So, um, gosh, if you had a, a trip, a trip or a, t- or a tick, that's not at all what I meant to say. I meant to say <laughs> that if you have a tip or a trick for people when it comes to getting good at talking about faith, um, Pastor Steve, do you have anything that, that you give people a little try this to start getting more comfortable with it? Yeah, well, w- one of the ways, as, as I was listening to you talk, I was thinking, this is why we do Vacation Bible School. Mm. This is why we do youth mission trips. Um, you know, the, if you happen to be in person worship this last weekend, Deacon Hunts, who is our youth uh, director of youth ministries, he had just come back from two weeks of youth mission trips. And his children's sermon was a testimony about how he saw God show up in our youth. And I had the privilege of hosting the high school mission trip in my backyard because we do backyard Bible study. And Stephen Gray, shout out to Stephen Gray, one of our uh, adult volunteers who was on that trip. He's a veteran tripper. Tripper? Can you sure. say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mission tripper? I'll go for it, yeah. And what we did was we sat around in the backyard and he just called out the students to say, hey, what's one, one thing that you saw God do this week? Just one thing. And each one of them j- just spoke to the group. And that is how they learn how to bear testimony, give testimony, bear witness. To, and, and just sitting around among, it, they didn't stand up in front of the congregation. They were with their safe group, and we practiced. And, and they weren't doing it in the context, okay, now practice. It was just... Learn how to testify. Yeah, it yeah. was just, hey, what, what did you experience this week? What stood out to you as the highlight for your mission trip? And I got there, I was able to sit there and just be so encouraged by hearing our high school students give testimony to God at work in the world. It was great. Oh, that's beautiful. So just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Find people with whom you can practice it, right? Like find a find a group and and you don't have to you don't have to make it weird. You know, you don't have to look at each other and say, Okay, we're gonna talk about God now. Like (laughs) You can just talk about it because, friends, it's a part of your life. Just like Pastor Steve was saying, just like you would go, oh, did you see the game on Sunday? And you would, you know, confidently and comfortably talk about And then men would football. talk for two hours about, about one play. About football. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay to say my faith is an important part of my life. Oh, my gosh. Here's what 
I heard about, I heard about the mission trips in church on Sunday and here's what I learned. Isn't that awesome? Or, you know, here's some, I have a, a friends, a friends and colleagues who will refer to them as God moments, mm-hmm. right? Like those just like oh, splashes in your day where you go, oh my gosh, I, I really sensed God at work in that thing. Could you do that kind of conversational? Oh my gosh, I had this really cool God moment yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's, that's testimony and that's practicing, right? On a small scale, on an accessible mm-hmm. level. Totally that's sharing worth my it. faith. That's sharing your faith. Um, theological reflection is the ability to look at almost anything in your life, whether it's your day-to-day experience or a movie you watched or a song you heard, and say in your mind, oh, This reflects on what I believe about God's faithfulness. This is what that reminds me about Jesus' ministry when when he was walking around. This is what this is how this reminds me of this psalm to make those connections between what you're seeing and experiencing Mm -hmm. in the world and what you believe about God. Mm -hmm. So useful, and the only the only way you get good at doing it, the only way it starts to feel natural and normal and just part of your life, just do it, is to just do it is to just start doing it and keep doing it, right? Um, so you may, friends, at some point in your life, be called upon, perhaps by uh, one of the pastors, to give your testimony in worship. And maybe it'll it'll come in any variety of, of forms. Maybe we're recording something for a video. Maybe we need you to do a special ask in worship. Who knows? But we might ask you to share your testimony. And I really want to, I want you to feel empowered and know mm-hmm. that you do have a testimony. You do have a story to share. And it is worth it. It is holy and mm-hmm. of God. And I promise you, I promise you, I am not going to hold up any Olympic scoring cards <laughs> and judge you. I am going to be so overwhelmed with gratitude for the mm-hmm. way that you've seen God at work and being willing to share that with us all. That's, to me, that's all that matters. Wouldn't it be cool if people just did like little 15-second testimonies on their phone video and emailed them into to us? Wouldn't I wouldn't mind amazing? seeing that. If you've got your elevator speech about here's what I know about God and how I've seen it in my life, Man, I'd love to see that. And, uh, you know, then we might end up using them somewhere. I don't know. I'm sure we can figure something out. We're just dreaming up things here right at the end of this podcast. (laughs) Why not? I think we've just uh, got some plans to make. But for now, folks, uh, we have to send you out into the rest of your day. Um, Thank you for joining us here in the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Bye, everybody. May the road rise up to meet you. Upon your feet.